people that are selling themselves short and thinking they're in, incapable, I think anybody's capable to do anything. It's just depending on how hard you're willing to work for and how consistent you're going to be towards it. You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 166, episode number 288. Thank you so much for being here. I always appreciate your support, and I don't take it for granted. It's just so cool to be able to continuously do this, continuously learn from the guests and from you. Wow. Today was really fun. Today is really unique. The reason I believe it is unique because my guest today is Austin Alexander and he is active duty Navy and I love having active duty people on here. It sheds a specific light on what I'm trying to do here. You can be in a job, employed, under contract, whatever it is, civilian or military, but you can still make intentional moves to get out no matter how long you've been in or no matter how long you've been at that job. So that's something that Austin's done really well. I honed down on his career transition quite a bit, some of the behaviors that lead to his success, why he's made these decisions to get out, what he's gonna do, how he's gonna do it, why he's gonna do it, so on and so forth. And at the end, we talked about mentorship. And remember, you can find this episode and all other of the conversations, the contemplations. There are two segments within the podcast on christophlewis.com forward slash podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Christoph Lewis. You can head over to YouTube if you're not already there. Subscribe, head over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and rate five stars. Tell me what you like. And one more time before we get into it, I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. It is so cool to be able to have the continued support as I change the podcast around a little bit. So thanks so much. Without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast. Create your career. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to do this. What's super special about this is you're currently Navy, you're active duty Navy. And I was just telling you off camera that I think that's so cool because it can shed a lot of light on people that are actively serving right now. And I had even mentioned that yeah, I focus on a lot of military people, but it's really just inspiration for, hey, let's let's highlight somebody that's doing something and has identified that they want to do something else. And this is kind of how they're doing it. So I think it's really cool to be able to do that. And I want to hone down a little bit because I still got a lot of brothers and sisters in the military and the Navy specifically. And I kind of want to show them like, hey, if you're not happy, because I know since I did it, I worked with a lot of people that were very unhappy. So oh, I kind of want to, I kind of want to talk to you. And so let's get into a little bit. Uh, just tell, before we get into the rest of the episode, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Austin Alexander, uh, originally from a small town in Alabama called Florence. Uh, turned 28 here in about 15 days. Nice. Um, it'll be this November. It'll be uh, seven years in the Navy for me, and I'll be getting out this November. Nice. That's good. I like that. I was in for I was in for nine years, and it's like I find it so odd. And I don't know. You probably have this experience, but everybody's like, "Oh, shit!" Or get off the pot time. Like when you get like mid. You know, like you get to like 10 years or so. Yeah. And I don't, I'm like, why does it have to, why does there have to be a timeline for that? You know, like if you're in at seven years, like just, and you want to get out get out, you know, if you're in for 10 years or 12 years or 15 years, get mm -hmm. out, you know, like, so 
I, I guess one of my first questions would be like, why are you getting out? So I know there are some people that absolutely love the military. They like the structure, especially the ones that are have earned the rank and, you know, are in a supervisor or uh, a commanding position. But just the freedom. Yeah. I, I, I want the freedom. You know, it's it, it all boils down to one thing, freedom. Um, to go where I want to go, to do what I want to do. And a lot of people get out and they're like, I want to go, you know, just party and drink and do drugs and have fun and whatnot. But I just want the freedom to, you know, not have to potentially come in at 2 a.m. or be able to travel when I want without having to request permission and wait three weeks for me to get permission back, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do know. And so how are you going to, what I'm getting at with this question is like, what are you doing to prepare? But like, what's your version of freedom entail to you? My version of freedom is get getting to work on my own schedule without having to go and fulfill another task. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to, I could work on my stuff all day long and nobody could really say, hey, you have to devote, you know, eight or 12 hours to your time per day to this right here. Yeah, And, and it, and take me away from my work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't miss those duty days, man. And and like coming in at crazy hours and all the holidays missed and it's just, it's madness. And I think I can relate to what you're saying quite a bit. And there's probably a lot of people that can relate to that. It's like, I had no qualms with the Navy. I absolutely loved it. Uh, There's a lot of things I did like, and it, frankly, it taught me a lot from being the punk kid to growing up a little bit with the duties that I, I had, you know, but at the same time I got out at nine years, I have a I mean, I have a daughter and I have a, a wife and that's part of the reason I got out. I didn't want to not see them. You know, I didn't want to miss more holidays and things like that. But everybody's reasons are different and your reasons are yours. So I'm just happy to see you going after it, man, for real. Like just you, you've identified it and uh, you're going after it. Are you having like, because I have this, are you having people that are being like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't get out. Have you considered this or that? And like try to tell oh, you what yeah. to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. All, all the time. Like 80 percent of people in my chain of command, they're like you don't need to get out. What are you going to do? Like, they're like, you need to stay in and get the benefits and you need to retire and and everything, but I'm going for it. Yeah. And I I don't, and I want to, uh, I want to kind of set the record straight and no way am I like bashing the Navy and like, Oh, they're, it's terrible because they tell (laughs) you what to do. Like you said earlier, you know, the past seven years have taught Mm -hmm. me a whole lot about myself, about, um, you know, people around me. I'm more aware of myself. And I wouldn't take it back for anything. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be mm-hmm. in this position right now if there it is. If yeah. uh, I didn't join the military, yeah. You know? And that but and that's course, that's so good. No, go ahead, please. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, of course, there's pros and cons in each situation. And right now, the the cons are starting to outweigh the pros. You mm-hmm. know, like, and that would be freedom to do the things that I want to do. Yeah, and it's so good that you said that. I, I don't think like it's not black and white. You don't have to completely dislike something to go do something else. It's in no disservice to the Navy. And I love that you threw that in there. And whether you're in a, stuck in a career right now, or maybe you just got let go of a career or a job that you don't like pending certain circumstances as we record this in May of 2020, but it's an opportunity to do something else. And if you still are at a job or something that you don't like, if you're in the military, finish your contract, but have a plan and, and do what uh, Austin's doing here. And it's just... Too many times, like I was the same way. People told me you probably shouldn't do it. I was a college dropout. They said you're gonna essentially you're gonna fail, dude. Like, do not do it. And I find that it's because 
they're trying to trying to get to the 20 years as well. And they're trying to get the benefits and they are not risk. They, they don't want to take the risk of getting out. And yeah. I think you had mentioned earlier in the podcast already that like people were getting out and they just want to party. They want to do drugs and they want that kind of freedom back. But you definitely have a plan. So what are the type of things that you have in your plan that are going to lead to your version of success? Um, so I really spoken about this a whole lot to anybody really, but I want to, uh, so I'm working on a second channel. It's almost monetized. So I have my channel in which I produce stuff that's more personal to me. Like I attempted this fitness test or I tried boxing for a week, but I also have a second channel that's going to, I think, reach a lot more people. I want to do, um, kind of like social experiments. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want, I want to create videos that, um, convey emotion to people, whether it's happy, cheerful, whatever, you know? Um, so in November I'm going full swing with that as well. Nice. And I want to make, you know, funny videos like you laugh, you lose fire department versus, uh, police department. And I want to, uh, kind of dig myself in the community similar to Buzzfeed, except from a veteran Mm -hmm. or, um, blue collar or, you know, pro LEFD standpoint. So yeah, hope, hopefully that answered your question. No, it does. And it, I, I literally say this, like every time somebody says that, I'm like, however you answer a question is the right way to answer a question. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's your life, it's your transition and it's what you want to do. And that's what's awesome about what we're doing here. Like I said, like what I'm trying to do is share your story. You're currently serving and you want to do something else. So it's feasible. Like the possibilities are endless. It's just like, what do you want to do? And it's like, we definitely live in a day and age where it's possible to like, if you want to go do YouTube, you can go do that. It's not, again, it's not black and white. You don't have to have this, like, I need to have college before I get out to get a good job. Like that's just not how it is anymore. There's so many options out there for you Mm. for, I don't know. It's just like, I saw a lot of people selling themselves, themselves short, specifically in the Navy. They thought they weren't capable of more. They thought they weren't able yeah. to do something post-military. And quite frankly, I think it links back to what I was saying earlier about the chain of command or pe- some people, I'm not saying, you know, again, we're not bashing the Navy or anything, but like people saying you shouldn't get out and convincing people that they're not capable of doing it, you know, and that makes me upset. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. You know, people that are selling themselves short and thinking they're incapable. I think anybody's capable to do anything. It's just, depending on how hard you're willing to work for and how consistent you're going to, you're going to be towards it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you say consistency and I found consistency is one of the most crucial aspects to, again, my version of success, but are there any other kind of behaviors that you exercise right now that are contributing to that success that you're seeing and the things that you want to do and, and even the preparedness of you getting out of the service? Yeah. So so I guess trust in the process, I guess that would kind of be different than consistency, but mm-hmm. kind of tied in. So of course with YouTube, it is like a roller coaster. Some months, some months you'll hit some great videos and make 15 K some months you'll do, you know, like some months you won't have a lot of hits on your videos and you'll do half that or three or a third of that. And just trust in the process. Of course, when you're doing things on your own, you're going at your own pace. You're going to, it's going to be like a roller coaster. It's not like, especially in the entrepreneur side, it's not a consistent income. Some months you'll do really, really well. Some months you won't, 
and you just have to trust the process. And if you have two bad months in a row, it's really easy to get in your head like, oh, I can't do this. You know, I need a job or whatever, but you just have to stay consistent and trust the process. I know it, and that may sound kind of cliche, but it's it's true. You hear it a lot for a reason. Yo, I'm the king of cliches. I feel like every time I'm on another podcast, I'm like, I know this sounds cliche, but like this legit is what's working for me. So I don't mind yeah. saying cliches, man, like have at it. And is it's got to be difficult like so now and actually it's funny one of the reasons i joined the navy is to have a consistent paycheck because i was in the serving industry the restaurant industry before i joined and i i just hated the inconsistency of that so i joined and i got that and now i do have that i still do have a day job so like mentally well and i guess maybe like fiscally if you want to even go that far but mentally how do you prepare for that like how do you kind of like get yourself back into the zone of where you need to be because like I feel as if if that gets to you, then you're just going to create maybe crappier content, you know, if, if you start disbelieving yourself. Yeah. So how do you keep yourself in the zone? For me, I like to go back to the months that I did well. I say, what did I do right? Yeah. And I just kind of, I try to replicate them, of course, with different video ideas. And it seems like the videos and I'm like, okay, this one's got to do 5 million views. It has, like, we have <laughs> to do it. If I'm focusing on views and revenue, yeah. I feel like if it doesn't hit, then my confidence in myself goes way down. But if I'm just doing it for fun, if I'm putting, mm. you know, giving it everything and, and producing a good quality, entertaining experience, then I feel like it just flows a lot better. You know, that way, if it doesn't, I'm not focused on how good it's doing. Mm-hmm. And so my confidence at that point is just, it remains higher. Yeah, man. It's like, you're just talking about trust the process. And I feel as if you are reviewing the process that you so trust, you know, and you're yes. just like, it's like, I've read a lot of finance books and people always go, you know, this is a finance book, but you can't just be focused on the money when you're trying to make money and make a good living for yourself and your family or whomever you're trying to do it for. And it's funny, like the equivalent of that for a content creator is focusing on how many views and likes and, uh, you know, all this stuff. And it's really actually cool to hear you, um, transparently say that, Hey man, like when I think, and I'm the same way too. Like I'll make something and I'll be like, this is gold. I have, there's nobody talking about this. You know, it's so inspirational and it gets like nothing, no traction, but when you change your perspective, it changes everything. And then again, to reiterate what um, Austin was saying is just trusting the process. And I love like, I'm a podcaster. I review my podcasts all the time. I listen to myself. How did I say things? Did I cut the person off or anything like that? So I think that you are looking at your content like that with an open mind is allowing for your continued success. And I think that is uh, a great answer as well. It's, I mean, it's not easy, of course. I mean, when you put 10 or 12 hours into a piece of content and you're like, okay, this is going to do great. This is going to do awesome. And it doesn't, it's very, very easy to start kind of yeah. slowly getting into that, that yeah. hole. You know? But you got to yeah. pull yourself out of it. If, if you if you don't like creating it, you know, you sh- shouldn't be doing it. You should, mm-hmm. you should overall like doing it because, I mean, you should overall be creating it because you are passionate about it and you like doing it. Yeah, man. And that's... I'm going to, this is going to segue into one of the, segue me into one of the things that I love that you're doing is that, uh, the videos that I've seen, at least there are some things, even you admittedly said, you know, Hey, I was an investigation under investigation. This was why, but one of the things that I pulled from that is not only that's a crazy story and I'm glad you came out pretty much unscathed, but you're educating the military on policies and things like that. And that is one of the, well, 
it's my stipulation to have a guest on here to, I'm like, are they helping people? Are they trying to help people? Or are they just like rocking it? It's cool to be rocking it, but I want to help people or I want to highlight people that are helping people. So I just wanted to give you some feedback that I think that's awesome that you're doing that. And then that leads me into my question. Hence the prior segue is I always like asking, why do you help people? And it sounds like a simple, obvious question, but I do Mm -hmm. think that the question promotes the answer. So my question to you, Austin is why do you help people? So I don't think you can, somebody can truly appreciate helping someone until they actually get feedback from someone, someone they've helped. Mm -hmm. And I started on YouTube. I started making, um, informational videos about the Navy and fitness videos. And, you know, I got a couple comments like, Oh, cool video, great video. But the ones that really stuck out to me was like, Hey, you know, I was really feeling down today. I watched this video and now I'm at the gym commenting this message and it makes me feel, it made me feel great. Like my content is actually doing something for people. And when I started to reach a lot of people through the fitness, you know, a lot of times I'm aggressive. Like I I try to motivate and inspire people and I tell them like, Hey, go get out and pay some dues today. And when I started reaching a lot more people, I started getting a lot more comments like, wow, today I felt lazy, but I watched this video and now I'm at the gym. And it just, it feels great. And getting to hear actually like people's perspective and and Mm -hmm. people's life stories sometimes, that's a huge reason, if not the reason that I keep pushing to inspire and reach a lot of people and motivate others is Mm -hmm. is here in their specific situation. Like, and and they get into very specifics, which makes it more personal, more personal to me. And it helps me, lets me understand and kind of put myself in their shoes, you know? Yeah. I do know. I totally agree. That's one of the reasons I do this podcast because <laughs> I mean, I, I literally like, I, I want to, or I should say I'm asking these questions specifically. Cause like, I really want to know like what was going through your head because I know what was going through my head through my transition and through things like that. And now as a content creator for the last couple of years, and there's a lot of those droughts, as you were saying, where I don't feel good about myself. I have questioned about stopping everything and just completely going off the grid, but it's like right before I do that, that I'll get a slew of awesome comments or people reaching out and DMing me and being like, dude, that really hit me. It's awesome. Keep it going. Like you have no idea. And I just think we don't, it's like we were talking about selling ourselves short. And I don't think that we give ourselves enough credit, right? Cause we may be focused only on the analytics of content creation or the analytics of just what we see life, like the metrics of life. Yeah. And if we focus on what's important to us, I think that's going to be a, a driver for for what we're trying to do and helping other people. So I, I love that answer. Yeah, it's like when you see numbers on a screen like, OK, my video got 120 views. Some people are like they're freaking out because they don't they feel like it's not a, a lot. But think about it. That's 120 real yeah, people. Dude. Like I always try to put the people in a room mm-hmm. like mentally mm-hmm. and say, OK, a love thousand it. people watch my video. If I put a thousand people in the room and they were all watching me, it would be a completely <laughs> different story. And even if I was able to reach, you know, five or 10 people, like yeah. actually portray a message to them, it would be worth it for me. So yeah. any content creators out there, if you're creating content and you're getting 20 views, 30 views, think of a, that's actual people that you, that you've reached online. If you could affect two or five or a third of those people, would it be worth it to you? I think the answer would be, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's that's great to visualize it like that. I'm a very visual person. I've got my whiteboard here amongst other things, but 
I think when you put them into a room like that, even even one other person, right? If nobody was listening to this and we were speaking with each other as we are now, that would be awesome because you're teaching me things. Hopefully I'm shedding maybe a new perspective on something or something yeah, like sure. that. So on a singular level, it's very impactful. And I just, I, I love that you brought that back up because I really want to articulate to not sell ourselves short, uh, no matter how many people, because we're just in such a, it's a societal norm to be focused on those metrics and to focus yeah. on what really matters is what really matters. So that's really cool, man. So this is a lot of awesomeness and I really enjoy it, but like, Tell me about something that didn't go right and may have completely derailed you. And maybe you thought you were going to stay in the Navy or maybe you thought you were going to be a YouTube creator anymore. Are there anything that you've experienced like that at all or maybe even before the Navy? And if so, how did you get over that and overcome? Yeah, so something that sparks my memory is I never, I mean, this is pretty much a recent decision for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing the growth and and everything, I just, I want to run with it. And I, about probably a year and a half ago, I still thought I was going to stay in the Navy. I, I was preparing for an exit because I think we should all prepare for an exit. Yes. Exit, the sooner the better to give yourself some option there. But I thought I was going to stay in. You know, I was already focused on my next duty station where I wanted to go, if I was going to bring Sarah with me or not. <laughs> I think the thing that's, a huge factor is finances. You know, people have that solid paycheck. People have that insurance. They feel comfortable. And, you know, for a while, YouTube was not a viable source of income for me. My first paycheck was like $34. My second one was like maybe 50 something dollars. And I was like, okay, it's cool. But I said, I'm never going to be able to make a living off of this. So at at that point, I didn't even put it to perspective that I was going to get out of the Navy. And that was back in, 2018, mm-hmm. September, October, November, 2018. Um, so I started, uh, kept creating, kept creating. Cause I enjoy, I enjoyed making an entertaining experience. I enjoyed reaching people and inspiring people. And I was never really preparing myself financially for that exit. But as the YouTube, um, finances, they started increasing, increasing, increasing. I did. I said, you know, maybe it's, it's possible. And I asked myself, would I get out of the Navy to create content full time? And the answer was, yeah. So that was a big turning point for me. And I think in, in recently I've made the decision. It was this year, actually in uh, February, March that I was going to finally get out of the Navy. It was a hard decision for me, Yeah. but that, that was a major turning point for me uh, Mm -hmm. this year. And as far as anything stopping me, I feel like, I don't know about uh, stopping me, but, the thing that really gave me the confidence was the finances, of course, because you need finances to live. Um, so there was a major turning point in which the finances started to really become a plausible situation, yeah. you know. And before that, you know, when I was investigated by the Navy, that was a that was put a damper in my youtube channel of course but at the time it it still wasn't a uh, viable source of income mm-hmm. so i would i would say that wasn't going to stop me i would still just mm-hmm. kind of keep creating my own videos yeah, uh but yeah i hope that answers the question it does it, it definitely does austin because like think about like it's so easy to talk about somebody else under investigation but uh, i've never talked about this but <laughs> 
or should I even? Oh, there was a, there, there's a point. Well, I'm not, I'm definitely not going into details, but there was a point in my career, which literally nobody knows about. And I'm not going to say where it was or when it was or whatever. So good luck. But there was a investigation on something that I was a part of and mm-hmm. it's freaking terrifying. So yeah, that's definitely the right way to answer the question because when I was facing that, like the scariest shit goes through your head. Like I'm going to get kicked out of the Navy. They're going to make me delete my YouTube channel, all that shit I work for. Like in your sense, you know, I'm just thinking like if if I was in your position and that happened to me, like that would be terrifying. So I think that's a great answer because it could have derailed other people, but it didn't. And here we are having this discussion, asking these questions in a way that you are going to be getting out before the end of the year. And and that is going to be the way you're going to do it. So I think that's great that you did that, man. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, of course, I was all the bad things were going through my head. I'm going to get investigated. I'm going to get court martial. They're going to kick me out. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to they're going to constantly find stuff wrong on my YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. And I think for some people, they they might because it went through my head a little bit, too, is to archive my videos and to kind of just ghost myself from social media. But I was like, you know, what? I'm going to stick this out. I'm not going to do that. I, I, I believe that I was in the right. Yes. And the investigation ended with an admiral coming down and saying, hey, I, I love your videos. You know, you're good. That's badass. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and it's so it, did it, it have ended, like the reverse well, effect? Did it even inspire you more to create even more at that point? I mean, that's kind of cool to, to have somebody it did. To come down. I'd constantly been getting uh, friction from my chain of command a little bit. Yeah. And other chains of command, they were contacting me through email, contacting my chief. And they're like, Hey, you know, he's got this video. They were talking to my Seco, And of course my Seco and the uh, senior enlisted advisor, they liked my videos. They said, Hey, it's cool. Yeah. I was, I'm constantly, I was constantly getting friction from big Navy. And when the Admiral came down and said, Hey, I, I like your videos. You're shining a positive light on the Navy. It was uh, a, yeah, it was a relief because it was Hell like yeah. me and Big Navy were going head to head, you know, and then finally Big Navy's like, hey, congrats, you know, Dude, you're doing good things. What a, what a cool example is that? So what I pick out of that amongst a plethora of things is like, do what you know is right, man. Like do what you know is right. And you knew you stuck to your guns. You didn't like cower away. And how frightful could that be? Like whether it's a huge corporation that you're up against, but you know, you're doing the right thing shit keep on doing that thing and stick to your guns you know and it's it's so cool to hear that person come down and just be like yeah i I like your videos keep on doing them and uh even more so that you're you're putting the navy in a good light which from everything that i've seen you you definitely are and you have you do have a separation man so that's super awesome and inspirational thank you yeah man Um, i was looking for the coin but i'm I'm not sure sarah loves to organize all of my things (laughs) and your schedule she she sounds awesome (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> Here it is. It's the uh, Chinfo coin. Oh, nice. That I don't know good. if there, we have any coin collectors out here, but well, I'm one. So you're talking to one if we're going to talk about numbers. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's awesome. So it's pretty. It was a pretty cool experience for him to come down and recognize me like that. Yeah, it gives you it gives you a great push. You know, like uh, continuing your momentum and. Uh, that's powerful, man. In that case, no, I'm, I'm really curious always talking about, and I appreciate you showing me that coin. That's really cool. I, I got some really special ones that I, I just love. Like I obviously you commented on my room and I just love collecting shit. So that makes sense. Yeah. But um, we don't 
typically see ourselves doing these things alone. We were just talking about your wonderful partner behind you. She is helping you organize things in your life. So shout out there, you shall get. And I think that's awesome. So like, and maybe that's the answer to this question, but I do want to see where you take this. And um, I'm very acknowledging of the support you get from her. But have you had anybody in like a mentorship role to be able to help you and uh, maybe in or out of the Navy, but have you have anybody, cause there's a lot of naysayers, right? Saying like, eh, maybe you shouldn't do it, but has there been anybody that's shown you like good support or guidance or anything like that? Yeah, I would say there's one. It's, uh, David Marin. He's, uh, he was a retired captain from the Navy. He was my previous CEO. We would always, uh, go for runs and stuff. And he was never really a mentor to me back then, mm-hmm. but when he retired from the Navy, we kind of went on more runs, you know, he, he'll come into California sometimes and we'll, we'll run and hit, we'll just get into these deep conversations, you know, about life. He'll ask me what I'm doing and he, he'll set me straight. He's, he's not afraid to tell me that, you know, that's right or wrong. So, uh, he's a great guy. You know, he was in the Navy for 34 years, I believe sure. R- retired as an Oh six great guy. And, uh, he's really fit. So yeah, he's somebody that I look up to. And so how did that, he was, and for non-military folks, that is his uh, former commanding officer, the head honcho in charge. So how did that relationship, well, and I'm going to be careful how I ask this because you're still in the Navy, but um, he was just your CO and you guys went, I'm sure you had some part of um, your fitness, fitness guy. And and how did that happen? Essentially, what I'm asking is like, I, I am always curious in asking this question, how people obtain the mentors that they obtain, obtain in their life and how maybe somebody in the military could do that. So, uh, like I said earlier, in, in, when I was in Bahrain with him for, for about a year and a half, he was never uh, like a mentor to me. He wasn't yeah. actually until he got out of the Navy. And back then, you know, he, we had the COs group. There was probably, there was this, him, Captain Marin, and along with six or seven other guys, we would always go running, and and we were like the elites, you know, because he was a he was a big runner. He the the um, PT group would probably run about a mile and a half, and then the COs group would probably run five or six miles, and we would sprint it, you know. So I think he always looked up to us to keep him motivated and to keep pushing him, and I think that's why uh, we kind of gravitated together after he got out of the Navy is because, you know, that was a big transition for him. And it's, we can kind of bounce things off of each other. Like Mm -hmm. I could bounce ideas, my ideas off of him and he, and I can kind of keep pushing him to, to, uh, keep staying fit, keep running, you know, and doing lunges and and stuff like that. Yo, it's what I, that's cool because it's like having, uh, a mentor and a mentee, but also having equal accountability partners and, that is powerful, man. Like when you're able to yeah. do that, that's really cool. I've actually haven't heard an answer in regard to mentorship answered really in that way of like, cause it's equal, right? You have to like, you don't want to mentor somebody if they don't want to be men mentored, right? Like that's yeah. not going to work. Like you're into physical fitness. Like you don't want to train somebody physically if they're just going to screw off, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, I like that you said that accountability partners, because I don't know if he considers himself a mentor to me, he might consider me a you know fitness mentor to him, mm-hmm. so it's just definitely uh, yeah. yeah, just accountability partners. Yeah, and yeah. everybody has something. Yeah, exactly. Again, I'll, I'll beat it down because 
don't it, it coincides with what we've said multiple times, which I'm totally okay with is because it's part of the podcast is not selling yourself short. But even in that role, when just because somebody's maybe older than you or has a higher rank or is in a higher position in your company or whatever it is, it doesn't mean that you don't have something to teach them. There's definitely something you can teach them. There's definitely something you know that they don't know and that you can be of value or of service to them for. So that's that's a great example, man. I really appreciate it. And this has been a really fun and informative podcast. And I know it's going to help a lot of people in or out of the service and inspire them to do that. It's given me a lot of information. But before we get out of here, how can we find you? YouTube, Instagram, website, anything like that. All the goodies. Yeah, I'm just going to give people my address. Um, Perfect. So it's not. No, <laughs> so, uh, on YouTube, it's just my name, Austin Alexander. That's A-U-S-T-E-N, Alexander. Um, on Instagram, I'm pretty... Uh, I'm pretty active. I'm pretty foolish on Instagram. I make a lot of funny, completely random stories because I, I think <laughs> on Instagram, you know, you see a lot of negative things and people take it way too seriously. So I try to be an outlet for that. And my Instagram's A-U-S-T-E-N underscore Alex. That's at Austin underscore Alex. Easy day. Uh, you will be able to find all of that and more in the show notes and see the awesomeness of which is awesome. Austin awesomeness I am like tongue twistering myself here yeah awesomeness which is Austin on YouTube Instagram and the like so all right Austin thank you so much for being here it's been an absolute pleasure this has been really good as always you definitely delivered and it was it was fun it was informative and we just had everything really well so thanks again and have a great rest of your night yes sir thanks for having me on